2: Dance Pants Radio. Dinner for three, please. Again. Welcome to How Good's Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom, and I'm Dusha. Boys, How Good's a roast Trinity. Oh! Oh- Here we, we, we go. Here we go. Here we, we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. When your boys crawled across the line and my, t- my boys were looking pretty comfortable, I thought, we're on, boys. Yeah. We are fucking on unless Dusha fucks us up again. And you know what? You delivered. I fuck. Barely. Just. You know, like, uh, I hate this feeling. I mean, I hate losing more, but I hate the feeling of, like, I went, wa- I won. I won, but. <laughs> Did you want a waste? At what cost? <laughs> it was a disgusting game of football. That's not your fault, though. The roof was open, yeah. No, huh. no, no, no. It's it's not it's not Essendon's fault. It's the the roof was closed, so the garlic breath it was permeating out of the. Uh... We got gassed, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's Garlic Boy doing? Because no. they had round one, they scored 140 points. Mm. They was a massacre in comprehensively round one. beat GWS. Yep. What are they doing? They've gone back, they've lost a couple of games, they've gone back to their defensive fucking game. It's like their safe zone, but their safe zone is shithouse fucking footy. It's weird because they've So they're four and five. Yep. So Which is the same as acid, I so think. So technically Ross has got himself out of that the, the chopping block sort of coaching situation. Yeah. But they're still playing like Mainly like dog shit, like they have been for f- a few years. Ross is coaching like he forgot that he's in the entertainment business. He definitely... The he business li- is fucked. <laughs> he did not listen to the entertainment business plan that we gave him. No, he didn't give a fuck. Trent Cooper did, and that's why he was really good in round one when yeah. he took over as coach for a bit. I can't wait till next year when he's coaching. Oh, I can't wait next... No, just get... Who else is there? Who's on their coaching panel? Someone else. I don't know. Peter Sumich, is he at Frio now? Is he a coach there? Yeah, he's been an assistant coach at either... Freo or West Coast for about 15 and years. It just alternates between the two. Yeah, he keeps trying to... Every time a job comes up, he thinks, I'll take that. And then they go with someone else and goes, fuck it, I'm going to move across to West Coast. And then the same thing happens. And he comes back. back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine. I'm trying to envision the Freo box. I can't picture any other people around Ross. You see it's like Ross. a fucking two pack of garlic Well, bread that's it. It's just, it's just oven. foil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just- Oh, I'm really hungry for garlic bread, man. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> it's- He's home brand. <laughs> Nothing wrong with home brand garlic yeah, bread, The game was no good, uh, but we'll get to that when we get to the games. So there is something that I want to talk about before we launch directly into the games. Yes. Which is that your mate, and someone that has a lukewarm reaction on this show sometimes, Dangerfield, has <laughs> oh. decided to jump in on, I guess, your battle, which was tell <laughs> Kane Corns to go fuck himself. He did it in the best way possible. So um, Danger injured himself in our game, getting a bit ahead, and then Kane Corns was like, all right, however exaggerates his injuries, which is what he said when he injured himself in that Hawthorne game a couple of years ago. Came came out and kicked six goals or whatever. And Dangerfield's come out and been like... It was five, and Tom would have known that, and he didn't correct me because I'm assuming six sounds better. No, no, it was five, but you know what, (laughs) Come on. I didn't want to be that petty. He kicked five, six. Um, Five, six? He kicked five, six. Disgusting. On one leg. Just... Oh, it was the best was day he? Ever. Was he just uh, showboating a little bit, Tom? It was, it was fucking According to old oh, mate Kano, his volcano. <laughs> so Kano's had a crack. He said and he's got to cut it out of his game. Yes. So, Which is a weird, feel- <laughs> weird thing to say. You've got to cut faking injuries out of your game. Yeah. Chris Scott even said in the press conference afterwards that if he, people were like, did you just put him on crutches because it was the last four minutes? And Chris Scott said, oh, no, if it had been the second quarter, he probably wouldn't have come back on either. Yeah. Like that was the extent of the injury. Chris Scott did say something along the lines of "It's all part of the danger show," very well, tongue in cheek. Yeah, Kane Corns has grabbed that quote and yeah. like tweeted it to defend his. That's his own uh, that's that's real. That's what he said. It was the show, and yeah. Dangerfields came out today in a press conference and just gone. Yeah, look, there are sometimes when you get this kind of criticism, it is a questioning on your character as mm. a player. And you know there are there are people in media that when they give you those criticisms, you really care about and you listen to. Kane Corns isn't one of those people. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I think oh. the, the direct quote was something like, "When he talks, pe- no one listens." It or was something. like, it was when there's people that talk and you, li- and when they talk, you listen, and people that when they talk, you don't. Kane is the latter. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Uh, he uh, he just put him to bed, and really flippin' as well. It was just like, yeah, whatever, Kane. <laughs> just pff- <laughs> I loved it. It was a good week for um, gutter journalists being called out. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, Bevo, bang didn't even name him, but we all knew. Damo Blake. has uh Damo Barrett has come out and cracked the Swinging. Do you know it'd be great if Bevo was like, I'm not talking about you, Damo? Yeah. Interesting that you see Think yourself that's in those. That, if, if I'm Bevo, that's what you do. You go, that's that's not a, i might not have been talking about you, Barrett, but interesting that you immediately identify with a lie monger with a black soul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Strong and I loved it. Yep. Well, that transitions nicely into what caused that, which we'll talk about now because it doesn't really affect the Bulldogs game. Yeah. But Uh yeah, Tom Boyd retired effective immediately. Man who, weirdly, without knowing it, inspired the episode of another podcast that inspired this podcast. So I was thinking about when Tom Boyd retired. He's obviously like he's gonna be. He's a champion of the Bulldogs, and they'll remember him forever for being nearly best on ground in the grand final. Should have been best on ground in the grand final. How good footy wouldn't exist without Tom Boyd? No, Tom Boyd has directly gotten at least fifty overseas Brisbane memberships. He's stimulating the economy better than I ever will. Yeah. is a fucking legend. Tom Boyd is the reason this show exists. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck! Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, again, he nearly killed Brian Taylor. Yeah. A public service. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember listening. I went back, because they did the whole thing when he retired, where they did that passage of play from eight different calls for the game. Yeah. It's the best. Just listen to it. It's amazing. Everyone just loses their shit. Um, Jared goes bananas in the ABC call. But yeah. Brian Taylor, when that happens, he says "fuck" not because he's excited when you listen to it, but it sounds like he's about to choke. He actually is <laughs> close like, to yeah. death. He's like "boyd, boyd,
0: boyd." <laughs> fuck!
2: <laughs> like there's like a gap at the end of it. It's he's, because he just like but "fuck." Like the ball has already like yeah. He's already called the goal by the time he says "fuck." Yeah, yeah. it's not like it slipped out. No, it's like a. I don't know what else <laughs> to say. <laughs> yeah, great. I'm done. He's because his voice is ragged in that yeah. game. He's been going hard all day, <laughs> and that just pushes him over the edge. So, um, that's Tom Boyd, my, big champion, that's big fan. My s- Look, BT garbage man. And I want to get back to Tom Boyd, and I want to talk about Bever's reaction. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Brian Taylor, garbage. Two great calls though. That and the it's Zahirakis, pissing down. Yeah. Yep. Now it's um it's really sad that he had to finish the way he finished. And this brings us up another point. I got in a Twitter fight with another journalist because of the he conversation- again. And he responded back. And the whole conversation around the Boyd retirement has been talking about the amount of money that he got when he went to the Bulldogs, whether it was worth it. And even if the outcome of that is, which it is, it is was absolutely worth every cent because he won a premiership for them. But that's all the conversation we should be having about Tom Boyd is, was he worth it? We shouldn't be attributing any worth to a 23-year-old guy who's- very footballing career and existence was built on the back of people questioning his worth every day, and that's mm-hmm. contributed to him retiring. Yeah. Don't don't mention it. Even if you're mentioning it, and this is the issue I took with Cal Toomey, who wrote the article, who's a good operator. I think he writes good stuff more, more times than he doesn't. The article was positive, but the fact that the article was framed around a question was, was the Tom Boy deal worth it? Don't frame that question. Don't talk about his worth. Talk yeah. about the impact he had. Like... Just, yeah. Well, his his argument against you would have been, uh, I can't remember it, but it was would have been something like, no, but I was positive. And that, that's what he said. He said, but I hope you the read point. the article. And, I, and that's it. That's not the point. Yeah, Don't talk about his worth. And Barrett wrote basically the same thing as well. Yeah. Oh, but even like the Cal Toomey one, <laughs> within an hour of the announcement, he'd written like three articles about Tom Boyd. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, I think because it's, it's huge. There was, a, there was, I think the best thing that summed it up for me about the whole issue was someone wrote either tweeted or wrote an art, a piece in an article that just said, Tom Boyd didn't ask to be the number one draft pick. He didn't ask for a $7 million bombshell trade deal. He didn't ask for any of that. He's just a guy who was playing football. Yeah. Um, and there was even a, an interview with him when he was drafted when he was 17 where he was like, school's a nice break from football. Hmm. Like, So even then, he had footy was... Stressful for him. It's a bit like weird example. It's like Nick Kyrgios, right? Guy's good at tennis, hates playing tennis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's all he knows how to do because that's what he's done for ages. Tom Boyd, very good at football, has fallen out of love with football. Yeah. So, all the best for him. Uh, he gave us this show mm-hmm. and uh, arguably one of the best grand finals ever. Yeah. One of the best final series, also. Uh, huge. Huge. Should have won the Norm Smith. He was robbed. He came third. If he'd have kicked one more goal, remember that one that was touched. Yeah. Oh. If he'd kicked four, because you get what three goals one or three goals two. Yeah. If that's four goals one. Mm. That's that's a that's a Norm Smith. It's the best grand final in in years in terms of popularity. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like well, last year's was exciting, but it wasn't the closest result. But in terms of everyone who. It was the it's basically everyone's second team win. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it was everyone. The run into finals was huge because yeah. they came from nowhere. That's why it's such a great story, guys. The like, ultimate fairy tale. Um, yeah, considering finals, where they were, too. Because yeah. the grand final itself, like, it was exciting, but, like, when Tom Boyd kicks that goal, it's still fucking crazy exciting. But then after that, it kind of. They kicked well, a couple more. So you get the Boyd one, and then. The next goal is the last goal, which is the pickin, Liam Picken from the goal square. I thought yeah. it was so, another couple nah, of goals. That's it. It's Boyd and then Pickens. Because they only they won by the same score. So they scored the same score in every final the whole way through. Really? I'm pretty sure. Or, really? Or it's the same score. <laughs> that does not seem right. Or it's the same score for the premium and the grand final. Do you get the uh, will, stats I'm up? I'm going to check them it's, out either, it's either every game 2016 or- 2016 final series. Tom's track record does <laughs> no not good. stack up. And I will retract that if he's right. So yeah, and then the <laughs> thing was- i will back you, Sean. Thank you. Fuck Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, fair enough. Um, and then, of course, Bevo came out. Um, great beautiful, conference. Beautiful. Really emotional. I loved it. That's what you want. That's what, that's what football needs more of. It's like watching it needs- your dad cry. It is. You actually revealed in a message to us that you've forgiven him and you're back on the Bulldogs because of that one moment. <laughs> did what? I say that? Yeah, you did. I got caught up in the emotion. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it was a good press conference. Yeah, it's not the whole final series. It was is it, two games in a row. Is it the prelim and the grand yes. final? That's pretty good, anyway. It's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, thanks, yeah. but you're yeah. wildly off. Yeah, thirteen yeah, goals, would have eleven. Been both fucking times, amazing. It would have been great, but it didn't happen. But yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't just the same score. It was the exact same goals and the exact same behinds. It you know, just- is. Reasonably impressive. They yeah. kicked the same yeah. amount of behinds three games in a row. 11. Jeez. Interesting. Oh, well, Illuminati confirmed. So, yeah, it was 14, numbers. 15, 99, then 16, 11, 107, then 13, 11, 89, and then 13, 11, 89. It's the beauty of mathematics. Oh, so good. I love math. Anyway, possible. Should we look at this round? Yes. Yep. A, game, uh, a round with no real surprises and pretty much everything. Went according to plan for most Except teams. none of us got nine. So clearly we all did something dumb. Frustrating. I did two dumb things. One wasn't so dumb. Like I I backed North Melbourne to beat. So you got seven. I we, got seven. We both got eight, right? <sniffs> yeah. North nearly got it done. Yeah. The big dickheads. And they also broke a mathematics thing but as well. They broke. Yeah. So oh, uh, not a uh, math. It's not maths at all. Apparently every year that. Sydney and North have played on election yeah. day. If Sydney have won, Labor have won the election. And if North have won, Liberal have won the election. Uh, this year, Sydney won and uh, Labor did not win the election. But that's, a, that's enough about that. Yeah. That's, look, it's a story for another podcast. Oh, not this so one. So it's North's fault. It's Brad Scott's fault. Well, you know what to do, North board. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Friday night, we had a pretty boring game. Well, well, no, it went all right. It was all right, actually. I messaged you guys prior to this game and I said, I've just got this gut feeling. That Melbourne, Melbourne are going to spring an ambush. Had they have kicked straight,
1: and oh, then wait, actually, I, I was, was look- a coward
2: though, and I backed West Coast still. But then I spent the whole game nervous because I thought Melbourne were going to pinch it. Actually, I apologize. This this game wasn't boring. Mm. This was actually I think I now when I think West Coast, I think boring games. But it's just because that West Coast St Kilda game was so boring that it <laughs> bored me for two weeks in a row. For you and the <laughs> ten people in the stadium. Yeah, here. look, I'm glad that pretty much no one had that game inflicted on them. God, it <laughs> sucked so much. But yeah, um, Melbourne. Uh, this was kind of their game to lose, and they did. They, yeah. they you could. But at halftime, I was looking at this game, going, "They're not putting them away." So they were they were getting all of the reward. They were neutralizing a lot of the aerial threats. But I think at halftime, how many behinds did they kick? Half time. Well, the halftime scores was four, uh, five four to five eight. There you go. So they, they kicked 9-15. Yeah, they cooked it. They Versus 13-7. Petrarca yeah. is. One of the most frustrating footballers in existence. (laughs) Because you get a glimpse and you go, "Holy shit!" and then he goes, "Oh, whoops!" and you go, "No," (laughs) because he could be so great. How many goals did he kick? None. No one. Wait. Oh wait, no two goals. Two. Well, he could have kicked fucking three or four. Yeah, easy. Just makes dumb little errors, and this is just at the end. They didn't die wondering. Mac Gorn was like, all right, boys, let's go. Put the entire yeah. team on his fucking shoulders good and old, try to get him across the line. Good old but Mac Gorn. Yes. Guess- <laughs> That's what I called him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, Big Mac. Big mac Gorn. Well, and then uh, a certain... Su- this ga- Look, something fucking amazing happened in this game. What am I talking about? When you heard me say this game was boring like two minutes ago... You are wrong. If you want to just like rewind the podcast to that point, hear me say that and then actually say into your phone, shut up, Joel, you fucking idiot. I deserve it. Because Liam Ryan fucking took a ripper mark and killed Max Gorn. It it was was amazing. Killed <laughs> and he um, killed BT And shook the team off Max Gorn's shoulders and they didn't recover. Because he got on Max Gorn's shoulders. <laughs> he kicked the team off Max Gorn's shoulders. Well, it wasn't around. really off his shoulders. It was more like... In his ch- neck and chest. <laughs> it was amazing. Do you know what's the best part about it, though? Did you watch, did you, did you watch the, the game? I did. yeah. The cameraman deserves a medal. Because he saw it coming? He saw it coming, so they immediately went to a wide shot so you could see Kennedy looking for someone to kick to. So, Liam Ryan's passed the ball to Kennedy and just taken off and just pointed at the goal square from the 50. Mm. Kennedy's gone back, a couple of other leads have come, and then he's just popped to the goal square. Liam Ryan's run 50 (laughs) metres, arced back around, jumped in the air and landed. Like, it was textbook. Beautiful. BT yep. called it early, though. He did. He Look, he's yeah. a fuckhead, but occasionally, he's good at spotting stuff like that. I've well, seen a to lot be of honest, was, was, <laughs> it's Liam Ryan, so he's gone with a cliche, which is that he likes to fly, so he just guessed and it worked. To be fair, and Nathan Barty and loved it. Nathan Barty <laughs> loved it a little bit too much. Uh, Bruce macavatti you don't often hear him crack the shits, but he basically had a tantrum, a Bruce tantrum, where he was like, don't like that. It doesn't like it. Didn't like Vardy slapping Gorn on the ground and be like, cop that, mate. Because he was like, you've been annihilated all night. <laughs> to be fair, in the in the flip side of that, apparently Gorn had actually split his face open a bit and was bleeding from the mouth and was like, it actually really hurt because Vardy smushed my face of the ground. And oh, then really? I say, good on you, Vardy. <laughs> I What's it, don't Bruce? hate it. Did you see what Bruce actually said? Uh, it was just kind of like, they went back to the center and then- he could have just kept going. Yeah. And this is why it was even bigger, because Bruce been like, you know what? I don't like that from Vardy. I don't care for that at all. He's been annihilated all night by Gorn, and he just didn't like it. And yeah. a few of them, like, I think Wayne Carey. Did he call the game? I can't remember. It was a, Friday, a Friday night, night So, yeah, they Carey, probably got piled in with, oh, yeah, not a good look. It's not a good look. It's like, mate, I'll take advice from a, a, an abusive fuckhead, uh, you know, hey, when you I'm dead. The, what do you reckon the fine is if, look, it's probably a fine and jail time. But what do you reckon the fine is for breaking into a TV studio and hitting a man with a chair? Probably jail. <laughs> Which man? Wayne Gary. Medal. Medal. I, I Gold medal. Yeah, you win the <laughs> If it goes to the jury, they'll be on your side. <laughs> Three votes, J. <Jay> Doucher. <laughs> you'll be in the courtroom and they'll hand you some glass to get him. <laughs> Actually, just no, no, like, no you'll I'm- get fined for hitting him with a chair and not throwing a glass in his head for some poetic justice. <laughs> I just You'll get ten years for not killing him. <laughs> Fuck Wayne Carey. <laughs> hey, um, Elliot Yo had 16 tackles. That's a lot. He's the one who, of all those players who left Brisbane, he's the one who probably hurts the most because, fuck, he's a good player. Yeah. He's so good. And I guess, speaking of good, Shannon Hearn, he should be the All-Australian <laughs> Australian captain this year. He should be the All-Australian. Lock Superman. What Still did he-, he have? 33 touches at 94% or something. 33 at 95%. 93%. 93 <laughs> And it's not like an inside mid who maybe has a lot of handballs. He's having a lot of kicks on the back yeah. on the half back line. Yeah, his kicks are going. I don't know what. I don't know how math works, but let's say like one in three of those kicks are hitting a target. More, it's, it's his judgment. He took thirteen I, marks. What I don't the know. What maths was that? I don't. Ninety-three percent. He kicked. He kicked the ball twenty-six times. Okay, so that means how many handballs? Seven. Those two of those handballs didn't go where they were supposed to. Thirteen marks as well. I don't know how math is. Fuck me. Gorn had 56 hit outs. That's what I mean. Vardy, I think, touched I'm the ball I'm still once. stuck on the fact how... Show you're working in any of that no, the maths. I okay. refuse. Okay. This cool. is an audio podcast, douchey. You t- remind me all the time. I can't show workings. If you had taken 10 kicks, 9.3 of them hit a target. So if there's seven handballs, Hal of Two missed the target at 93%. Because some of his kicks have also missed.
1: Just, God, just move a- on because yeah. his
2: maths is fucked. <laughs> Next game. <laughs> this podcast should get you fired. It won't, though. No. From this podcast. Tom's maths is so bad, he'll be telling you Carlton will play finals. <laughs> yeah, they will. Still They're mathematically possible. Yeah, anything's yeah. possible. Uh, Collingwood, put St Kilda to bed. <laughs> Who'd you tip, Tom? I tipped the Saints. I believed. Well, so did they up until 3 quarters. Well, no, and to be fair, it's the same thing that happened to Melbourne. If the Saints had a kick straight earlier in the game when they had all of the run, it was one of those games where you could see them, they were peppering the goals, they were just putting a lot of effort in and it, that dominance they were having wasn't translating onto the scoreboard and you just knew. As soon also, as that was going to happen. Same shit every week with St Kilda though. They can't fucking kick goals. No, nah. uh, even the, but even like... Because they're playing on heart, Sean. That's, How many many goals that's all you- they got at the moment. I mean, but also Collingwood in the last quarter kicked fucking six goals, six. That's But that again, because that's what a, a team like Collingwood will do is S- St. Kilda don't put them to bed. Collingwood, Collingwood gets out of bed, goal. suplexes them into the dirt. Did you see the barrel? I did see the barrel. Big kick. Killed me that it was Stephenson, but I loved it. Was it worthy of goal of the round? Was it goal of the round? It's been yeah. nominated. Yeah, well, I think there is a goal in a later game that hasn't been nominated and absolutely should have been. No, I saw today this it was goal of the round that one goal of the round mhm no, no no no, no, no. Is, is it, that's in there it's in no, there no, no, yeah stevenson's no, in there i saw a video of it today when i watched a video of it today it was called goal of the round yeah no no but was it was it goal of the round for like fox footy's goal of the round or was it the official goal of the week ooh to go into question. goal of the year i saw it in the package amongst two other goals uh i, see, I saw in, it said it was nominated for goal of the year yeah so it's nominated so that means it got picked, got voted. While we're talking baseball. about it, I just want to talk about it now. Stevenson got nominated. So did Charlie Cameron. Did you guys see his one? That was amazing. Bandage? It was fucking great. The, the get around three guys. Fuck, yeah. here we go. Incredible. And Bonson on the run from about 50 or 60. I saw that live. That was very it was fucking pretty good. good. But did you see Papley's goal? Yeah, it does have to be in there. Hey, that should be goal of the week. That or Charlie Cameron. I've got to talk about <laughs> another thing that- it was fucking incredible, we'll Tom. Get, we'll get robbed for a an opportunity to be a something of the year because of something else that happened in yeah. the round. Yeah, yeah. Similar thing, but, but Papley should be in there. Absolutely. I'm sick. I'm think, sick at that result. I think Stevenson's 60-meter torp goes in there. A little bit fluky. A little bit fluky, but also because there was a massive backlash backlash when Seedsman's torp didn't get picked up. Yeah, fair enough. Then take Bontempelli out and put Papley in, because Papley's was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Did you see mixed day's goal? No. no, no I'd but- argue that, that that was from 60. No, but that's what I on mean. The run. That's better than Bonton Pelly's one. Who gives a fuck? They didn't even win the game. They nearly did on the back of those two goals, though. No, they didn't. They lost by forty points or something. Yeah, sure did. Yeah, because the Cats <laughs> flicked the switch just like <laughs> Collingwood did. Yep. And uh, I mean, what else you need to say about Collingwood? They're good when they're good. And St Kilda are almost there. They're playing on heart. So you go, well, next year, surely, right? Mm. When they get some of those superstars back. Speaking of superstars, <laughs> Brisbane Lions. <laughs> <laughs> they nearly. <clears throat> Oh, boys, killed you? Yeah, I nearly died from dehydration. <laughs> <laughs> what a game. Um, did you also nearly break your wrists from hand-wringing throughout the game? Did I message you guys at one point saying that I might break my coffee table? Yes, Yes. It's a bit of a cheap piece of shit, and I hit it pretty hard. I can't remember what quarter it was in. And I feared for a moment that I had either broken the table or broken my hand. <laughs> and I swear by the end of the season, that's going to happen. Was it- I can't wait uh, for them both to break at the same time. Oh, that will be- fu- oh, I need to ride a will. <laughs> was it in celebration or frustration? No, nah, frustration. Yeah. You don't punch a table in celebration. Oh, no, I do that sometimes. <laughs> uh, um, an old housemate of mine uh, <laughs> yeah. celebrated Christmas by cannonballing through our coffee table just because he thought that was funny. Which, in his defense, it was. Have you ever seen a man open a Christmas present? A grown adult. Yeah, He was like 25 or 26 at the time. Opened his Christmas present, was excited, st- stood up, st- took one step back onto the couch, and then just literally did like what you would call a bomb into a swimming pool, except through a coffee table. Glass? <laughs> nah, it was like an Ikea. Cheap. How hurt was he? He was fine. What was the present? I don't know. <laughs> I, he was just being silly. I'll tell you what's silly. When I thought Brisbane were home, someone kicked a goal put us up by 26 points. Was it, was it Cameron's? It was Cameron or it was McStay. I can't remember. But um, I thought we were over the line and I was so excited. I was watching the game at home by myself. that I stood up and I was just like screaming and I high-fived the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Gave it a two, two-hander. Oh, mate. Just hit the wall. Loved it. Um, fuck. Lockie <laughs> Neal. Probably another three votes. Yeah. Yeah. He was fucking good. Yeah, I think thirty-nine touches. Does on uh, track for fifty at one point. <laughs> you know where they always get to half time and they go. Oh, he's had twenty-five touches at halftime. Here we go, fifty, and, and then they, they just, just slow down, put the clamps on him. Yeah, I mean, do you know though who deserves Brownlow Medal votes? Who is a man who has been bleeding for your club and just drags them over the line when they need to be? And that's Mitchell Ram Robinson. Did you see what a him? game? Did you see him get clipped <laughs> just before halftime? Did you see this? Too? No, I didn't see it. Just this. before halftime, game away fifty. they They're tracking over the boundary line Him and a guy This guy kind of gives a little clip In the back of the head And Mitch is like Oi Fuck it I don't like that one bit I tell you right now He grabs him And does the old Bit of a jumper punch Bit bit high And the umpire goes Oh no mate That's that's, that's a free And then someone comes in And throws Robbo to the ground And he gets up And goes to the umpire You fucking dog Or something like that I'm just mouth reading here 50 And he goes 50 I think they kicked a goal And took a bit of momentum into halftime. And Robbo was just like, nah, it's just fucking bullshit. Fuck, fuck. And then he came back out. Well, he shook it off. (laughs) What was funny, the commentators were laughing because as I had to do the 50, he had to walk past the bench and Chris Fagan... Coaches from the bench, yeah, and like you just imagine Robbo is just looking at the other side of the <laughs> ground, just not turning around. One of my favourite things is when they have like a wide shot and Brisbane make a mistake or something, and you can just see Fagan in the background of the shot on the bench, just punching his hand. Just he's a fiery man. Every yep. time they cut to him and his face is bright red. You go, oh boy. Just but but, but I but I don't think he is a sprayer. Like I think he gets angry in the box, but then I think when they come into halftime, or oh, when time, they come, I think he's a teacher. Yeah. I think he's like now. This is what I'm he did disappointed. Wrong I'm disappointed mate, we're going to do better next time. Speaking of disappointments, mm. see Reese Matheson one week? Yeah, uh, deservedly so. Yep. stupid. <laughs> he needs to get that shit out of his game. That's what Kano Volcano should be focusing on, stuff like that. It's a shame he's uh, not contention for a Brownlow medal because he probably would have got a five. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but his one, his was bad. He went up behind the guy who wasn't looking and just gave him a clip in the back yeah. of the head. Could have got two weeks, got one. So, next day's goal, you're yeah. in front. Yeah. Then Adelaide kick the next four? Three or four, plus a couple of behinds. Must have been four, yeah. Because we're up by twenty six points. Were you dying? Uh, weirdly, like yeah, four. They kicked four in a row. They got they got it back to about eight points or so with about four minutes left and seemed to have all the momentum. But then Brisbane just sort of steadied and I don't know. Every time Brisbane would get away and then Adelaide would come back and I just I I wasn't losing my mind. I felt all right. Eddie Betts nearly kicked a miracle one with twenty seconds left. Which David King's having a sook about that they didn't review it. But I'm like, if the goal umpire is like, I back the goal umpires to have the courage and They review like, every goal, David King. Yeah. Well, no, because that wasn't enough. They review them when they are a goal, because then they have the 30 seconds while I go back to the bounce. So I don't know if they did review that. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't seen the footage. But you also- would think that all the news people would be flogging that footage and be like, oh, Adelaide were robbed. So you haven't seen it. So I think goal umpire's right there. Yeah. but also- Although he did, that guy did cook something in the last quarter. Because it was a close one, and he's he was- You know when they're right over the top of yeah, it? Yeah, And he's gone, I think it was touched. Can we check the video? And it was clearly not touched. And it's like, mate, you're right over it. Yeah. Are you a fuckwit? So he should be dropped it. next week. Um, But, Sean- That was a goal. In the defense of that behind- Yeah. Okay, that's a goal. It goes mm. back to the goal square. There's only like fucking- 20 seconds left. So like they still probably lose by a point. The no, no, reason- but like you see, Gold Coast versus Melbourne last week, they kicked two goals in 30 <laughs> seconds. Like anything <laughs> oh, yeah, possible, it's mate. A six 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 now <laughs> yeah. means that Geelong kicked three goals in under in under two minutes in yeah. the second quarter of yeah. the broader It's not game. that the t- clock isn't safe anymore. Like is no, because it-, it used Cause to you be. You can't flood. Yeah, and all you need is a quick yeah quick yeah. break out all, of the center. All that um. Something we didn't actually talk about because it didn't come out until after it came, we spoke about the game. I think it was on Anzac Day. Essendon did something very sneaky. Something that will probably be banned, which yeah. is a worrying trend. But this was actually good. The last center bounce of the Essendon-Collingwood game where Essendon were down by four points. We started, that the ball bounced with us only having 17 players on the field. And, oh, our and extra, then a guy ran on immediately. Straight into the center. So we had an extra person in the center from the bounce. Huh, douche. Cheeky. Cheeky, but not but against the so rules. when they bounced it, he immediately ran on. Yeah. Isn't that just the same as yeah, they no. bounce it and then your guy from the half forward line immediately runs in? Isn't it just the same? Yeah, it was basically it the same? same thing except that it meant that one a- of our players. It wasn't a matchup because yeah, on, yeah you know. was so, like so, wait, so What he it come means from? is the yeah. guy on the wing runs in and there's another guy behind Which him. Which is exactly what happened. And yeah. that's. That is the play that resulted in Regman getting tackled. And if Redmond hadn't have been tackled and- You were out. I'm at, I'm at, uh, that would have been big. That would have been- David King fucking hated it, but everyone else was like, no, it's in the rules. Well, no, because you were actually penalizing yourself. Because if, if Collingwood had got the quick tap- Yeah. You would have been a guy down. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like it. It's a flip of the coin. Oh, wish, Whoosh- <laughs> Sneaky. I mean, it didn't pay Put off. on him. But it almost kind of- The reason we lost wasn't because of that decision. It's not no. like that that blew up in your face. But yeah, that was huge. Um, Charlie Cameron kicked three goals, five. Tax Walker kicked three goals, three. Did he kick three goals? Mm-hmm. Eddie Betts kicked three. Yep. It was Walker Walker played on Walker. <laughs> oh, And I, In fact, I think they're both number 13. Is that the first time in history that two Walkers... No, nah, Walker's 31. For Brisbane? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Is he? I reckon 13's like a in and under mid or something like that. Uh, Josh wrong. Walker's 14. <laughs> oh, 13, 14. <laughs> both wrong. Bloody hell. It's 31. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Someone I should know. Hey, Cam Rainer only had three possessions. If he wasn't the number one pick, he would be Harris Andrews is 31 dropped. for Brisbane. Uh, I, oh, was- there you go. I should know that. <laughs> yeah, champion. Bloody champion. <laughs> Do he's you- safe hands in the back. Mike, uh, Daniel Rich took a game-saving mark. I just love him. It's the best thing he's done since winning the Rising Star in 2009. <laughs> Fucking champion. hip a and McStay, it's probably the best they've combined. Yeah, I think they kicked between them five goals, five or something like that they looked really dangerous Hipwood not quite there yet. Hipwood had a chance to kick an awesome team goal on the back of a great bit of defensive work and turnover and shanked it. Was that when the two players killed themselves? themselves? Yeah. Out yeah. And yeah. then Hipwood just ran in for an easy one and missed yeah. it. Yeah, he's he's just blowing a few easy chances. But wanna... I'm liking the fact that Brisbane are winning these like we hadn't beaten Adelaide in 7 years. Sean, you're six and you're six and three. We're six and three. Our next Book some three weeks for September, before the mate. Buy. And they're not holiday tickets. Oh, mate. Our next three before the bye are Frio over there. Tricky. Hawthorne at the Gabba. You win that. Yeah. Carlton at Marvel. Ooh. Oh. Imagine if That's Brisbane at nine three. and three. Or even eight and four. Um, I just want to quickly jump oh. into the Haggard's footy group chat. It's that segment of the show again where we just read messages <laughs> we received during the game. Yep. Uh, so, Sean, just to revisit something you said earlier, you messaged us saying, the time may have come for me to write a will. I will surely die watching football. Yeah, I stand and by that. And then after the game, um, I was like, Jesus Christ, Sean, are you okay? And you said, just nearly calmed myself to death. <laughs> <laughs> then I said, Charlie kicking three goals five is absolute madness. Tom then replied about the Geelong game. Because he was watching the game. He's Correct, like, typically. boy, shit out in Geelong, Jesus. And then, Sean, you replied, no one cares, Tom. Fuck your arrogant team. Nah, look, that's a good first quarter. <laughs> has Gaz dropped any elbows? <laughs> <laughs> and Had he? He didn't. Hmm. Yep. Is that next guy? And then an hour and a half later, we got, my, ha- my heart rate has returned to normal. Death won't take me. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I think that yeah, is, no, is the game. next game. Yeah, yeah. Roll into that. Uh, GMHBA the stadium uh, Geelong Cats killed some dogs so part 2 of the roast trinity uh this was a, this was a great game of footy um high scoring fast some great passages of play uh, Basically the same result as the Collingwood game as well, where it was it's it was it was on it was on it was way closer yep. than it looks by the final score. There was and I think at one point it was nine points either late in the third quarter or at the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I think they got it back to you know around ten. Yeah, there was, there were a couple of instances where Bulldogs got close and then Geelong just just. Push themselves away. And there was so that I talked before about Mitch a, Wallace kicked a goal. Yeah. Uh with three three minutes into the last quarter, they were nine points down, and they had all of the run. And then John kicked five goals one to nothing. How'd the Bond go? He had a pretty good game. Because I noticed he wasn't in the coach's votes. He he had a he had a pretty good game, but twenty touches kicked two goals one. The piece of the game I watched, he was like lifting them. That was the third quarter. Yeah. Um, But there was, yeah, so I guess it was it was a game that, that ebbed and flowed. But any time the Bulldogs got a run, Geelong were able to, to, to stop it. Like in the yep. second quarter, as I said before, Bulldogs kicked sort of two goals in a row. There's only two minutes to go. And then Geelong kicked three goals in the space, about 90 seconds. Yeah. All on the back of really quick clearances where Chris Scott went to his plan B, which was, I'll take Selwood off the wing and put him on the ball. Yeah. And him and Kelly just went bananas. Kelly had a really quiet game, but other players lifted. Duncan? Duncan, 25 possessions at 94% efficiency, 11 marks, three goals. I love him. How awesome is that? Well, this is the thing. You've got a Dangerfield goes down injured, Selwood's first game back, and Kelly's being well held, and then another player just steps up. Oh, fuck, it's good. Clubs? I don't know. Do clubs go after Duncan? Not really. Cause he, you never really hear about it, and they because well, he doesn't play. Last year, he played a lot more on the ball, but this year, he's playing as a wingman. Yeah. So he's he's going to – I think he's averaging one centre bounce, like one a centre clearance a game. Mm-hmm and he's, he's playing on the wing because mm. he's quick and he's got a beautiful kick. He's not going anywhere. He'll be the captain. Bring, he will. I guarantee you, Either him or Mark Whitsales will be our next captain. Mm. Um, Two things out of this game that were just amazing that weren't big moments, and then I'll get to the biggest moment. One, Gary Rowan is fucking quick. So there was a passage of play in the third quarter where we yeah. bombed the ball in. He was 10 metres behind his opponent. He got in front of his opponent and took a chest mark. So... Easily got to the ball off about five steps. It was fucking insane. It was like, how the fuck did he get there so quick? He keeps going amazing. Guys like Collar Jasny had a huge game. He apparently has been one of the stingiest defenders in the competition. I think his direct opponent has only kicked in any game this year. Yeah. A direct opponent has only scored on him twice. Far out. Just on Gary Rowan. Yep. If you guys go sort of deep into the finals, he's on track to kick 50 goals. Yep, that's that's crazy. And so he's kicking. So he's kicking what one or two a game? Yeah, uh, Hawkins is kicking two a game at least. We kicked four straight this week. This forward line is suddenly the other Gary's kicking two. Yep, there you go. We're we're a different. Oh, it's, it's fucking exciting. Darcy Fort comes in for his first game. Picks three goals. Fun fact about Darcy Fort: he was in my history class when I was in high school. Tommy said a fun fact, not a fuckhead fact. Continue <laughs> with the game. Well. <laughs> That's me done uh, No uh, I want to talk about The mark that Will probably not Be in contention For mark of the year Because Liam Ryan exists Yeah 100% It will not be But it was pretty fucking good It was brilliant Tom nobody, Stewart Nobody loved it More than the man himself <laughs> <laughs> He In the interview Like I interviewed him After the game mm. And he was like Why are we grinning He goes I didn't think it would stick He <laughs> <laughs> goes, I was shocked And also If you watch the playback Mark O'Connor just stands and applauds him for, like, Chris a good Scott. 10 seconds. Chris Scott stood. And pointed. Yeah. Oh, it was good. It's He gets... It's one of those have, marks where he was just uh, up there for ages. You haven't heard the commentary for that, have you? No. Oh, okay, cool. Finish the story and I'll tell you what the commentator said. Um, Like, he's just... he he He's on liver. He just kind of gets up there and then just stays there for a bit. Has time to, like, have some lunch. Check his watch. <laughs> mark the ball. Have a look. Have a chuckle. Down he comes again. Winked at Terrence. Oh, my... Guys, Terrence wasn't there. Wasn't he? No, nah, he had to go to Sydney for my uncle's birthday. So it was my oh. mum and my brother yep. going for Geelong. I'm happy to go on record. Your uncle? Big dog. Yeah. So, Tom, is it a roast on hold? Yeah, we'll have to delay the roast yeah. until uh, till, what, probably next week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> bit, bit arrogant there. But yeah, uh, just to bring your arrogance back down, the commentators loved it. Said that's the second best mark we've seen this week. <laughs> I mean,. Yeah, if you had to take the mark any any other week. The commentator, I can't remember who it was, but sounded very cheeky when he was saying it. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was probably, I think it was Hutto. Who was Actually, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, mm. Proves that he's a good bloke. You know, a Geelong man. Yeah, uh, Geelong are cruising. It's good. We had injuries to a couple of players. Reece Stanley was a laid out, and last year that would have been us cooked. Zach Smith played reserves. See what he did? Dominated. 48 hit-outs, 22 possessions, and six tackles, I First think. First game in like 12 months, isn't it? Yep. It's a good uh, little problem to have. Well, it's, our it's a ruck is a ruck battle. It's good. Fort kicked three goals. Sav was rested, so he's ready to come back. If you got too many Rockman, Essendon would love another one. Yeah. So we'll, would Richmond. We'll do a trade. <laughs> we'll no. give you a Rockman uh, for I don't know someone good. A uh, Dusty Parrish. He's from Geelong. Deal. Okay. <laughs> nah, we're keeping him. Um, <laughs> we'll teach him how to rock ourselves. Yeah, it's good. There, there was. Um, the other awesome... Irish <laughs> in the rock. <laughs> Revolutionising the game.
0: <laughs> well, we have tall
2: forwards and small forwards. Why not small rock? Yeah, Sean Grigg won a premiership playing as a small rock. There you go. Retired recently too. Yeah. Oh, good on him. Good on him. Good career. Um, that's all I got. I love my boys. I fucking love them. They're playing really well. We are. It's it's good to see Geelong able to flick a switch. And we're also kicking straight. I think we kicked 17... uh, 21-7. Yep. Something absurd like that. 21-7. Like, you're going to rest 22 blokes next week? Yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised Guess if what, both Guess the Danger- Bulldogs scored in this game? What? 13 goals, 11, 86. You mean 89? 89. 89, that's what I meant. 13 go- Guys, because Tom Boyd retired. Yeah. In oh. honour oh. of him. It was a tribute to him. They just unfortunately Geelong outscored. Them. <laughs> that's good. That's good. And now, the third and final- Part of the roast trinity i did not watch this game and the least deserving um so my roast like i had a roast Was it a dry sh- turkey roast yeah i made sure i overcooked it a bit because uh <laughs> essendon almost cooked it and it was such a garbage fucking game you know when you burn your roast but you put all that time into making it so you yep. have to eat it anyway yep that's what this game was it yep. was no good it was, and it hard- was a cold roast not burnt. The meat and everything was still good. The scores, but it wasn't half, quite perfect. Halftime scores: three goals, seven. Essendon take on three goals, five. Frio under the roof at Marvel. Under the roof at Marvel. So it was a it was a weird night because so in Geelong um, it was clear and then as soon as the sun went down you actually saw the fog come over the ground so players started to slip over. So in those kind of conditions you could forgive a thirteen and eleven, but no twenty one seven under the roof. What was it three seven? Yep. Jesus. So here's some here's some goal kicking. Jesse Hogan, one goal four. Mark Beagley. No goals four. Oh. Joe Danaher, no goals four. Oh, oh disgusting Joe. Uh McDonald Tipp and Woody. Three goals straight. That's why you won. That's yes. why you won. Well legitimately. As soon as he so I was I oh, was. Watching sorry, it was game. Josh Beagley, not Mark Bagley. They kicked um, Mark Bagley kicked one behind. <laughs> Josh Beagley kicked four behinds. As soon as Tipper kicked a goal, I think I sent you guys a message and went, we've got the Trinity boys. It's the same as Charlie Cameron at Brisbane. Yep. He hasn't kicked a goal in any of the losses. So if he kicks a goal, we win. That's amazing. Same as Tipper. Also, uh, in the last quarter, the umpires gave two free kicks to Freer that turned into goals that were horseshit decisions by fuckheads. They were very bad. <laughs> Had they come out and commented on that? Fuck. They'd be scared to. They'd normally no, they'd... come out and go. no, we back the decision. They shouldn't, yeah. especially the one. I don't. The one near the goal square. The one that Hurley gave away, yeah. where there was a contest between them for the ball, and then all of a sudden it was a free kick to Fremantle. Eddie Maguire was commentating the game. I think Do you remember was... what he said? No, I. He was like, "Well, we know the Eston fans like to boo." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was very. I was like, Eddie, fuck, mate, go give Gill another kiss and like, body. Mm. Uh, so we spoke about hitting. Uh, Wayne Carey with a chair and I'll probably get 10 years if I don't kill him. What about Eddie Maguire? (sighs) Fair game. Free pass. Yeah, that free kick apparently at the game, so if you're at a football game, they'll show a replay of a free kick and then there'll be a box down the bottom that says what the free kick was for. Yep. With that one, they didn't put anything up. They showed a replay. Because they went, we don't know what the fuck it was for. Yeah, I think it was high contact. (laughs) but Or a block or something. No, I, I think it was either in the back or high contact, but it was real weird because Hurley was in front. Oh, I crowd, remember- Tom, like if if the unthinkable happened and Freo got up, I there, oh, the prisons in Melbourne would be full. <laughs> I'd be there, in there. there. There would be no yeah. more residents in the suburb of Essendon because they would all be in jail. I was watching it on my phone and I reckon if we had a lost, I would have just picked up my phone, hit it on the bench that I was watching it on and- Smashed it? Called the police on myself. Would you put the phone on the ground and then done a cannonball onto the phone? <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> big angry cannonball. Ugh. Drop an elbow. No, but you and Dylan Sheehil kicked his first goal kicked for the Bombers. Two goals straight, two in the last quarter. Yeah, when when they needed him, yeah, clutch loved it. That and then uh, you know, no, too. he's not a good finisher. He doesn't lift the big moments. There you go. Well, that's uh, the first time he's done it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I first time like, for everything, Sean. Yeah, yeah comes a habit. Twenty-eight touches, Ooh. thirteen of those contested, seventy-six of. 76% efficiency. Yeah, so he's not lifting. bad, not bad, not bad. I'm here for that. Yeah, I Love a redemption story. Mm, I just love Dylan Shield. He's a gun. Yeah. But yeah, it was a gross game, and I don't want to think about it. I can't believe we had two players kick no goals for... Was it just like Freo doing their defensive bullshit? Because yeah. Essendon love a shootout. Yeah, I I think it was also... We would have been nervous going into this game, because we'd lost three in a row. Yeah. um, And this would... It's like one of those situations where this, I don't know if it's our players or just like the club culture, but over the last like six or seven years, going into games like this where we should win, but we're on the back of a couple of losses, we shit ourselves. And it's good that we held on, but this was not a convincing win. And we've got Richmond next week. Ooh, dream time. Yes. Huge game. They will be favorites for sure. Richmond. Definitely. Remember last year? Oh yeah, we got flogged. They destroyed you in that game. Yeah, I remember we we talked up how and were a chance, and then it was all they over. They lost a quarter by time. like eighty points or something. Then t- I think we played them again later in the year. And it was closer. It was much closer. Have we talked about the round seven rule? I think we have on this show. The final, the statistically, yeah. If you're in, if you're in the eight after round seven, as it typically only changes by one team. I'm having a look, and we're at round nine. If I'm honest, there's one team that. Might drop out for Essendon to come in, and that's probably Port. That's that's all I can think, too. So, at the moment, the eight is uh, it's the Cats, Collingwood, Giants, Lions, Richmond, Eagles, Crows, and Power. And then if you look at those teams that are just outside, Freo, Essendon, Hawthorne, and let's say Bulldogs as well. Nah. It's probably just probably Essendon. Essendon Essendon's the only one that can get in, and Port's probably the team that drops out. <sighs> Looking at the ladder, Sydney, all of a sudden- I know right. <laughs> yeah, we should probably get someone on the show that like tells us that we should never like underestimate Sydney or whatever. No. Nope. No. Continue to underestimate Sydney. They're not going to win another game this year. Ah fuck them. They've won two like they've fluked the last two games. <laughs> if you look at it like that, yeah. If you take them off, what are they? Well, one win. It's, it's 7 and 1. Uh no. Fine. Anyway. Next game. Speaking of, yes, I did not watch this game either. I saw the last 10 minutes. I was busy watching politics and being upset. Yes. Why? I'm not talking (laughs) about it. Did I just say that Sydney is shit? Yeah. They were beautiful to watch. (laughs) I watched the highlights. In the second quarter, particularly. They were. It's like they came up against an opposition coach without any innovation who didn't know how to stem the flow. And so they went. The second quarter, they kicked seven goals to two. Yep. And George Hewitt, and Tom had huge games. That, that was a very, very young Sydney team. Yeah. Second youngest. In Tasmania, which North like to think is a bit of a stronghold for them. Yes, however. Hence why I tipped them I'm, against my better judgment. I'm pretty sure Sydney have never lost a game in Tassie. Is that true? I know I'm, I'm prepared for Gemma to let us know that that's wrong. didn't do I my am research, but sure I would have got behind Sydney that. Sydney have never lost. In yeah, Tassie. I didn't know that either. I tipped North because I was like, they're good in Tassie. Swanee! So if only had him been sucked in by the heart that his saint killed her. <laughs> yeah, that was a fuckhead tip, Tom. Josh Kennedy, um, Late withdrawal. Yeah. So if I, I didn't see the start of the game, if I'd known that too, it would have been like fucking vindication, North Melbourne all the way. I work with a guy who's a Sydney supporter, boys. Yep. At five past seven, when the Josh Kennedy news came through, he changed his tip. Oh, TC. Hang on. Ah. I talked to him and I said, mate, you don't deserve to ever go for it again. That's disgusting. I'm Isn't really, it? I'm physically. Name and shame. Let's get him fired from his job. <laughs> Dox him. <laughs> so That's his address disgusting. is. Oh, t- Sydney out, got... Oh, no, that's, it's really upset, aren't you? Look, if someone on a Thursday is going in and like, look, I have, I'm have, i a coward and I have no heart and I'm going to tip against my team. That's one thing. But to change your tip just before the game to TC, a late TC, that's don't, somehow worse. Yeah, I nah, don't know. Like that. That's cowardly. Gutless. It's yeah, just, I know. It's disgusting. Makes it's sick. almost as gutless as most of North Melbourne's performance. He, this, just on this one guy, though, he also mm. said, Gary Rowan, not worth it. Mate. <laughs> He's paying me back in fifty goals, Tom. This guy's a fuckwit. Um, How do you talk to this bloke? I will. I'll find him. Um, north, North. They are in struggle town. Well, considering they were really competitive against Geelong, they then fronted up to Sydney in Tassie. The election results went their way, and they still fucking cooked it. We don't like to speculate over coaching positions on nah, this show. No, nah, never. Brad's in big trouble. Oh, do you know he's the second longest serving coach? Yep. Yeah, it's a disgrace. Who's is Clarko the one only one ahead of him? No, in no, terms of um, North Melbourne history, do you mean? Or... Yeah, North Melbourne. Yeah. So to be pagan, yeah, Pagan. Wow. And Pagan delivered premierships. premierships yeah. And I think he's been there eleven years. So I've I've said this to you since probably the day I met you, Tom. Yeah. I probably met you like, oh I'm Tom and went Brad Scott should not have a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice to meet you, Brad Scott. Oh no, yeah. your name's Sean. <laughs> okay. Oh, fucking hell. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Do you reckon he knows his job's in danger or does he ignore those stats as well? I probably just <laughs> doesn't care about anything. <laughs> Luke Parker. Good game. He's through an elbow. Oh, did he? I didn't see this. Got off. Only because- He's Luke Parker? Let, no, because they let Fife and Ablett off, so they had to. Yeah. It was pretty bad. I think he got Zebel. I think he clipped him. Zeeble, elbow went out. Zeeble get got back up and was Probably fine. because he's Zebel. Yeah. He was nearly best on ground, actually, Zebo. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. 35 touches. I who put a weird week behind him Was Dane Rampey. Played a very good game. Yes. Well, he was always going to, I think. George Hewitt. He's he going to have to do a lot. continuing to impress. Yep. For me not to hate him, though. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, probably. Was it him who broke his foot trying to jump over a chain? Or was that Callum Mills? Which one? Rampy or Mills who broke his foot jumping over I a chain. I feel like it was Rampy. You know, like you know where there's like bollards and there's like yeah, yeah, I chains. know what you're talking about. Yeah, he was just like walking on the beach. I think jumped over one, caught his foot on it, and broke his foot falling over, which is very funny. Yeah, it seems on brand for fuckwit behaviour, <laughs> which is something that he's now famous for. Next game, Jesus Ben Brown had no influence. What did he do? I'm just checking it over. No, nope, he played 120 minutes out of 125 minutes, kicked one goal, had five touches. Benny. That's a flop if I've ever seen one. How, right? many, how many times? So is Hawkins, uh, has Hawkins caught him and overtaken him in the uh, common? Let's have a gander at that, mate. Is Hawkins, yes, Hawkins closing, is in on, closing in on Jeremy Cameron who had two goalless weeks? Yeah, that's interesting. Especially because he'd kicked like four goals. He's kicked three kicked go- at least three goals in every Who was game. it? One of you two was talking him up saying he was going to kick 100 this year. Well, he was on track to. No, he wasn't. And then the maths was on my side. You're like, no, no, he's going to do it. He's not. He's absolutely not. He's going to be lucky to kick 70. What's Hawkins the- on? Hawkins is on 23. And what's and Cameron's still on Cameron's 30. Cameron's 30, and then you've got Hawkins, 23. And, and then Lynch, 22. 22 is Lynch and Brown. Come on, Tomahawk. Gary Rowan, sixth. Fuck. <laughs> the fact that we have two players in the common medal race- 20. It's very good. Well, you've got Gary Ablett, technically, as well, on 18. Oh, <laughs> well, I love Unbelievable. footy. Unbelievable. I love footy. Guess they're the most disposals in the AFL as of round nine. Uh, Lockie Neal? Yes. Mm. Uh, and then Patrick Cripps? Next, who cares? No, Trelaw. Then Boak. Cripps had a dog of a game, Tom. He had 12 touches. We'll get to him, though. Because let's talk about Boak. Next game, Port Adelaide, Gold Coast played. Did did any of you see any of this game? I was paying attention to it at work, but I was also meant to be working. So the rain got so heavy at one point, it was hard to hear the commentary over the rain. It was Fucking! They cut to David King on the boundary, and he's got his umbrella, and he's just kind of looking around. And they're like, how is it down there, Kingy? And he's like, I can't see the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Like,
1: insane. What
2: quarter? Like, when was it? Second half. It was raining on and off early, and then start of the second, the third quarter, it just exploded. Because Gold Coast made their last scoring shot. They kicked a behind in the third quarter, the 11-minute mark, then didn't score again until the 20-minute mark of the last quarter. And Port did score. Yeah, a lot. That They were willing to miss too. Um, <laughs> Dougal Howard was the captain. Did you see that? Acting captain, Dougal no. Howard. Are they just missing that many people? Well, no Wines, no Jonas. They don't have vice captains. They have two co-captains. They don't have a vice captain. They have Wines and Jonas. I only they have a leadership group, but no like specifically named vice captain. Should have had Tommy Rockliffe. Well, no, he's he's captain them in uh, a game as well. Mm. Both done it. Rock has done it. Now, Dougal Howard's done it. Fair enough. Anyway, Port are doing okay, and um, I don't know what to make of Port, to be honest. I don't know what to make of Gold Coast, do they? Well, they're just having a crack every week. Playing on heart, playing on heart, <laughs> playing on guts. Actually, <clears throat> playing on heart until the class and experience of a better club just annihilates yeah. them, which yeah. could happen next week. Sure, could. You could end their season. Wow, well, I actually think. They're a massive chance against Geelong. Oh, it's a huge danger game. Yeah. We've been beaten by them a couple of times. I though, think Geelong team. will switch off, rest a few, and Gold Coast will lock it down. Alex X, lock X down. seven goals too. Oh, I hope so. You know, so what will happen is we'll rest a few, get beaten by Gold Coast, be fired up, and then smash Richmond at the MCG the following week. There you go. Done. I've seen it. I'll Except process. you've got Sydney at GMHBA we'll, Stadium. We'll do that as well. <laughs> oh, boys, I tipped Hawthorne. Oh. You fell into that trap. Well, I just thought that big boy McAvoy would control the ruck. Did you see Noel Bolter? Yeah, played an awesome game. Yeah, he's. I, I watched him play, and I was like, he plays a bit like Reece Stanley in that he's not gonna win the hitouts, but he covers the ground really well. Mm. He takes a good mark, and he can kick a goal, and he's quick for a dude who's quite big. What do you make of the Hawks? They're a bit hot and cold. Who fucking knows? When it's on, they're good. They're, they're a bit poor. Do you know what? They, they're not in the top eight either right now. No, they're they? no. 11. They're below weirdly, Western. weirdly, they're another team that if they just got the run on a couple of games here and there yep. and got some injured players back, they could get in the eight too. Yep. Well, so. uh, next week they play port and yeah. the winner will probably end up in the eight. It's in Tassie, isn't it? Jeez. Uh, you'd yeah. have to back the Hawks, I reckon. Yeah, Tassie. Man. Without any confidence, though. To be fair, though, I didn't watch this game either playing Tomb Raider. <laughs> Dusty Mate, Martin. Finish was... that fucking game. You've been playing it all season. I have. I was playing the expansions, the DLC. Buy a new game, Tom. Come I on, did. Come on, Tom. I'm gonna play it. I didn't get to play it because it was downloading. <laughs> so I played Tomb Raider. Dusty was back to Dusty's his best. Yeah. Yeah. 37 touches, kick two goals. And looked. He seems to be like a a, a confidence. Like for a guy who's been consistent for ages, he is a confidence player. If he's up and about, he's up and about. Brennan Ellis had his best game of the year too. Yep, he was going to be he's, traded. He's lucked out with a few injuries, I think. He's done very well. Um, and then um, was there a was there a last game, or was there a murder? Uh, yeah, um, a massacre boys, boys. Yeah. Do we want to talk about it, or are have we some in respect for of, the dead? In danger of becoming an accessory to murder. <laughs> I think we have to talk around the issue. Yeah, yeah. I think we can't name. Anyone in it. So we, we weren't there. A team of flogs yep. travelled north, but not too far north. No, mid-north. mid, mid north, went, went up north. a bit. They went up a bit. They and, to to the, and to the west. And to the west. Northwest. To the western sort of areas. Yep. Um, into a land that really prefer another sport. Yeah. But have settled for this one on a Sunday afternoon. And um, unfortunately, 22 people went out. Yep. And uh, 22 mm. people did not come back. Yep. And um, one of them in particular was was killed by a very big man. (laughs) There was a leader, uh, I guess, in charge of those 22 young men who went out. You wouldn't know it, though. And he is in very big trouble. He's in the um, ICU. Yeah. Intensive care. He's uh not looking good. Yeah. There is one literally in the ICU and there's, and there's one, one metaphorically just... in the ICU. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about the metaphorical one. The one yeah. literally in the ICU is Mark Murphy who got murdered by Shane Mumford. Yeah. Oh, and he's big careful, man. Careful, shit. Careful, shit. Careful. Um allegedly. 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 Uh, um, and the other one uh, is uh Brennan Bolton who um oh fuck. Is <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. He might have to be a gardener again. He <laughs> might have to be something. Jesus. It's uh, not so good. So what I'm is th- the stat? Under him, they've won four of their last sixty or some shit like that. Is that correct? They won two last year, and they've only won one, one this year, year so far, and it's round nine. <sighs> uh, here's just a little bit of uh, some stats from the game: disposals. Carlton had two hundred and eighty-eight. Yep, West had four hundred and seventy-six. <laughs> it's fucked. <laughs> Uh, in the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. The top 13 players, uh, disposal getters on the ground. Carlton have one player in that list. Who was it? Newman, who had 29 <laughs> touches. Jimmy you know Newman plays. Backline. Back <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All 29 of his touches were probably just kickouts from behind. Yep. So, Whitfield t- had 40 touches. Taranto had thirty-eight. He's a gum. Kelly had thirty-five. Fucking. Green help. had thirty-four. Shaw had thirty-one. How many goals for Green? Uh, none. He didn't play. He played on the ball because. So what? Whitfield played forward. Green played in the middle, hmm. just to mix it up. I guess. Do you know what's insane? Right. So they went one by. Yep. How much did they win by? Ninety-three. Points. Ninety-three points. Guess how many goals Jeremy Cameron kicked? None. Zero. Zero. How insane is that for them to win by that much and their best forward? Doesn't hit the scoreboard. Himmelberg kicked three goals in the first quarter, and I think he's the one who started the killing. It was just... I'm very annoyed. Yeah. Why? That they didn't win by 150 points. They took, they, they took the foot, foot off, off the pedal. So it was a, I read today someone was saying that they just took pity on Carlton. It was a mercy rule. They, they went into the three-quarter time like huddle mercy rule. and went, we can't kill They kicked kill two goals four in the last quarter. I think I've talked about this before. When a team gets to halftime with the whiff of 100... I want them to put the foot down and just kill them. The last team that um, did that was Geelong when they did it to Freo last year, last game. Yeah. Didn't let them score for two quarters. That's what I love. <laughs> just murder. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's a good point. Like, you might as well just... Percentage. Kill them. Um, do you want to know a fun stat? Just throw a run fun stat. Actually. Better be fun. it oh, will be great. You ready? So, this is a comparison of quarters won and lost in 2019 <laughs> between the West Coast Eagles, who are currently fourth on the ladder, I believe. Fourth or Fifth. Fifth. And Carlton, maybe sixth. They're garbage. sixth. And Carlton are eighteenth. So West Coast have won fifteen quarters, lost twenty-one quarters. Mm. Carlton have won fifteen quarters, lost twenty, drawn one. Mm. Melbourne have a worse percentage than Carlton. Still, yeah, they've been smashed a couple of times, though. Oh, yeah, Jesus. It's um, I don't know. I don't know whether it's Carlton's fault. I have no idea. I just don't know. It's hard to know. I know read. Carlton have lost a couple of games they could have won just because they don't know how to win. Well, like that game last week against Collingwood, they yeah. were so good, and then this week they like are out of the game. In uh, the I'll first tell you. Minute. The, I'll tell you the exact moment they were out of the game. Um, all right, so let's just. Quickly I think they kicked the first goal. Fuck, they were in I, it. I, I think they were in they, it early. I think they were winning early. Yep, Harry McKay kicked the first goal. Fifteen minutes into the first quarter, they'd kick. Uh, GWS kick five in a row. That was it. <laughs> it was, that first quarter was 20 inside 50s to three. No wonder Nick Newman had so many in the fucking ball. Yeah. Yeah, look. Imagine if, scary. And also, GWS, GWS did not kick straight. 20 goals, 18 to seven goals, three. So, Geelong kicked 21 7 against a good side. So, imagine if, say, they'd only kick seven behinds and nine more goals. Bloody hell, mate. It's unbelievable. Coach Killer. Although here's hear me out. Brendan Bolton won't get sacked this year because the board have said they're giving him the whole season, but I tell you what, he doesn't have the Yeah, a by the end, end of year. the year though. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's when the trouble's going to going to hit, mate. This makes me sick to 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 put this out there. But I actually hope Carlton win a few more games because I think Brendan Bolton's the right guy. I think he is too. He if they fire him he's the scapegoat because- And then they reset they need they need to stick with it. Sometimes the way a Richmond club does this though, Tom. They might be like, To be honest, Carlton is still two or three years away from doing, you know, what we need to do. So you kind of need to take the pressure off and give the fans a bit of hope and be like, Well, we're bringing in someone new and it's gonna be, you know, positive energy next year. They've been doing that for four years, Sean. Yeah, I know, but yeah. that, sometimes that's what happens with clubs. They have to reset. They, they do it still again. need to they need to wait. If they're gonna do that, they have to do it at the end of next year. Because end of next year yeah if they, tank Carl- Carl- if they tank it the rest of this year though nah. the fans won't put up with that no, Carlton, no, no. Carlton need... will be Brisbane next year No, because if you if you Maybe. cook it if you cook it this year and you sack the coach next year they're still going to be shit and they've got a new coach you've wasted that but then you've got a you've got a shit team this year and if they're shit again next year then he's done five years you know what I mean yeah 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 I just don't know I I feel for him I think I, pardon me I do think he's probably the right guy and I don't want them to just hanging there because it's it's going to turn around. But when you've only won four out of sixty, or I need to check that stat because I keep saying it, it could be fucking way off. But it could some- be three out of eighty. It's something horrendous <laughs> like that. It's a pretty bad stat. Should we look at tips for next week? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Friday, Friday night, night. Let's go. Sydney take on Collingwood at the SCG, where Collingwood will win comfortably. Yeah, Collingwood have a good record over there, don't they? Weirdly though, no, no Franklin again this week. That's five weeks, I think, with a hamstring. Menzel could come back, maybe. I, I, I it hate. I, I, I hate to do it, but I think Collingwood hat will win this. Collingwood are kind of just going and yeah. then flicking a switch when they need to. West Coast doing the same thing, yeah, which is kind of scary. But mm. also like, but then also Collingwood have shown in the last couple of games, but well, in some of the games this year, where sometimes if they flick the switch early, they got nothing else left. Like that Essendon game. Uh. I'll, I'll tip Collingwood. Yeah, I look Sydney aren't going to be the team that expose Collingwood, no. but my my heart says I'd love it for like Sydney to get up those young kids to do. Probably to to kick north. seven. Yeah, but I just don't see it happening. Nah, me either. In fact, the fact Sydney have won narrowly against two not very good teams. Sorry, Dusha Esten just aren't travelling very well at the moment. You're so Collingwood, if Collingwood are on, they might do a fucking number on them. Might do a GWS. Oh, it's not that bad. No, Sydney are much better than Carlton. True. Next game, Hawthorne take on Port. It's a huge game in Tassie. Though, in Tassie, yes? I'm gonna go <sighs> Hawthorne just because stats back that up. No, oh, fuck it, Port Adelaide. Let's go. You're a chance. Travis Bike could be a smoky for the Brownlow. The way he's playing, he's definitely all Australian. It's his best career, best numbers in most statistics. Oh, this is a tough one. Ah, uh, I think Hawks, and uh, then Marvel Stadium. <laughs> Western Bulldogs take on North Melbourne. Hmm. Um Dogs, 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 dogs. But it's going to be a bad game to watch. Um, no, I think it'll be entertaining because the Dogs are exciting. My question is, how many goals will Aaron Norton kick to half time and will it be double figures? Nah, it'll be two. And then then <laughs> he'll kick the next the other 10 in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> he'll wake up. Adelaide Oval. Adelaide take on West Coast. Tricky. Adelaide impressed me on the weekend, though, and I I would pick them at home. West Coast are weirdly good at Adelaide Oval, though. They are. You know what? West Coast. West Coast. Just hate seeing Adelaide win. Yeah, me too. This is a tough one. I've got my West Coast scarf. I'll fucking put it on. Fair enough. (laughs) Fuck Adelaide. Oh, actually, I got a quick story about that. Mm. Uh, So I wore my West Coast scarf to the St. Kilda West Coast game, and there was an old West Coast supporter in front of me you rolled your eyes, Tom. That hurt. Because, because he is like, you should go for the Bombers. And you told him you don't. You go for West Coast. Right? No, what happened was, <laughs> I think I he was sitting around West Coast supporters that were being, not dog shit, but they were just like, didn't seem to care about the game at all. And was sitting pretty high up. But because I was like clapping and I was like, whoa, fuck, that was a good goal. I got him more invested in the game. And then he gave me a wink when I was leaving. Oh, Ooh. that's actually a really nice story. I'm sorry about my yeah. eyes. I didn't, oh, can I, I, didn't I take ne- it back? I didn't ever come. Yeah, you can un- unroll your eyes. Oh, there yeah, we there go. we go. I, I accept <laughs> your apology. Um, yeah, I never said that I barracked for West Coast, and I didn't imply, like, I mean, I was wearing the scarf, but I was barracking for them that day, so I feel that that's fair. That mm-hmm. is fair. Mm-hmm. Next game uh, Gold Coast take on Geelong at Metricon. It is a danger game, but I think the Cats will win. Early call. Yep. Gold Coast. <laughs> That's a very early Sean's call. Sean's looking to lose a few tips this week. Mm. Got to claim a few back. This is not the way, to do, not the way to do well, it. This is not the to do it. I've got a feeling in my gut, Dusha. Look, I think Geelong will win, but I hope that I'm wrong, and I hope that uh, someone from Gold Coast remembers Gary for abandoning them and throws multiple elbows. Yep, he won't be playing. It's going to be really hard for Geelong to come up against uh, Jordan Murdoch, a stalwart of the Cats for so many years. Oh, that's rough. He played a hundred games. Arrogance over. Yeah. Hundred games. I Gold can't... Coast by hundred points. <laughs> Stuart Drew to kick ten. <laughs> <laughs> he, he watches the two, they're, they're down and he watches the 2008 premiere, uh, premiership. Eats a sandwich and just comes out in a Gold Coast jumper yeah. with a ho- and rips sort of, rips his rips his, um, polo shirt off and he's just yeah. got his Hawks jumper. Eats a on sandwich. Why stop at one? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a big sandwich. <laughs> Huge sandwich. <laughs> world records. Yeah, it's a world record sandwich. <laughs> Comes back, plays a game of football, has a cardiac arrest. <laughs> and that's how they get their name, the cardiac kids. Because oh, <laughs> they bring him back to And life. then they win the premiership uh, with the slogan, do it for Jew. <laughs> oh. No, he survives the cardiac arrest. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, but he's in hospital. Yeah, yeah. so still <laughs> do it yeah. for Jew. Do it for Jew. Yeah. Next game's dream time, which we touched on a bit. <sighs> My heart says bombers. My head says no fucking way. I'm tipping acid in, and I... um. Look, this is one of those games that I'm literally frightened to watch because I hate we're in this fucking position. And we have been for the last couple of years where games like this, anything could happen, but it could also be disgusting. And I'm still very distraught from the last game, like last week. I I just really hope that we at least look, if we get like another Anzac Day thing and we lose, I'm happy with that. But just don't play like we just did against Frio. Essendon by ten goals. Oh <laughs> man, that's that's confidence. I'm going to go Essendon by a goal I'm, after the siren. I'm also going to back Essendon, and I'm hinging this again on the ruck. But uh, Richmond's ruck replacement for Nan got suspended, so Bell Chambers is going to be best on ground. But Bolter did most of the rucking. Don't care. Bell Chambers is the man. Bell Chambers is also concerning because in the last couple of games. He's come off for a bit with soreness, and I worry that we're not resting him just because we have no one else. Oh, no. Uh, Richmond. Richmond. Depends. If he if he plays, only- you win. A- if Zach Clark plays, you lose by 100. Fuck. Oh, if we bring yes. that piece of shit back into our club, I don't even know if he played last week. He probably didn't because he would have kicked like zero goals, 19. Why do we even kick it to him? Why waste <laughs> your time? Fuck him. He's too tall <laughs> Send him back to Frio <laughs> I Don't wish that on him Alright, Sunday, we have Melbourne taking on GWS Where GWS will win Yep, done Next game St Kilda take on Carlton Done, next game <laughs> I'm actually just going back, I'm going to tip Melbourne <clears throat> Why? Uh, GWS can't win at the MCG and Melbourne oh. played well against West Coast And they might be on the up Draw Next game <laughs> So St. Kilda take on Carlton was the next game. St. Kilda. <sighs> fuck. Carlton might have big response. They might. This also could be a percentage booster for St. Kilda. Mm, they'd Herb. have to kick straight, though. Well, it's Marvel with the roof presumably Carlton have shot. to score. So. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's St. A, Kilda. It's a bit of a who gives a fuck cup. to be that um, nah, the King. Is it Ben King who plays for them or Max? He might get a game. He, is uh, He might get a game. Kick four in the reserves. Get him in. Yep. Get him to kick four in this game, don't he? Fucking yep. And then we have at Optus Stadium at 5.20 p.m. Melbourne time. Oh, gross. <laughs> Fremantle taking on Brisbane. Just realised I've double booked myself. Sean. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, that the cursed child with my mother. <laughs> but there's an intermission. I think I'll be out. So I'm going, I'll probably have dinner with mum and I'll probably be on the phone watching the game the whole time. Ignoring yep. your mother. She'll yep. be like, Sean, what did you think of it? You'll be like, shut up mum, footy's on the phone. Yeah, um, yeah Brisbane. Brisbane Lockie Neal to remind Freo what they're missing Danger game but I think Brisbane I hope Lockie Neal look I hope Lockie Neal at one point kicks one out of bounds on the full and everyone's like fuck that was a shit kick and then you realise that the ball is embedded into the coach's box (laughs) 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 Uh, I just shanked it off my boot and then I shanked a man in the head with a football
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Tom, we're going to move on to emails. And I said that so you don't have to fucking say your bit. I've had enough of it. How do you sure we got emails? Fuck! Yes, Tom, we do. I realized that if you didn't do that, I would have had to throw to myself, so... Throw Maybe it yourself. was a Yeah, I should. Edit him out of the whole show. It's yeah. <laughs> just, just this weird... Final gap warning. ...gap where like, one of you responds to a question that no one's heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how true fans listen to the episode anyway. Respect to anyone who does that, and people should try that. First email, and this one's from Mel, and this is a nice one. They better all be nice. Yeah, look, I haven't read ahead, and Tom, I know our fans. Uh, for every <laughs> nice email we get, we probably get 10 telling us that our team's are garbage and... Especially ones from fucking Jakarta. Still upset about that. One week on. This one's from Mel. Hey boys, long time listener, first time emailer. Uh, we ah, uh, it's from her housemate, housemates as well. <clears throat> we just wanted to write in and say thank you for the podcast and for inspiring us to do our own roast. Two weekends ago, we hit the trifecta, all three of our teams. I'll well, guess them in a minute. One. To celebrate, we had a roast feast with a picture attached. Uh, thank you, Mel. That roast looks delicious. Oh, and she even goes on to say. If you're not jealous, you should be. It was fucking delicious. I, it, I'm, I'm not jealous because I'm we're having one this week. Who knows when or if this momentous happening will reoccur, but we will get our hopes up every week. And the teams they barrack for, and this is the rarest of first trinities. Oh, it's even shit. more fucked than when we have ours because we've got Rachel, who is a North Melbourne supporter. Jesus fucking Christ. Gabe, who is a Doggies fan, and Mel, who barracks the Crows. Um, oh, Jesus. Fuck, <laughs> that's rough. Also, I've just got the picture up. What a good looking roast. <laughs> Tom. Oh. Oh, hang on. I'm a big fan of that. Are those? Oh, little tidies. <laughs> yes. You love, I love little tidies. Tatie, I also, I love... Uh, it's like a hobbit. I assume it's Gabe in the middle. I like that Gabe has uh, gravy his collar, The other two don't appear to have. And uh, I like a man that mixes his gravy with all of his other things. Gabe also, for that photo, f- uh, forgot his scarf. So, Mel bought him a spare, which he was forced to wear as a punishment. So, you notice that he is not wearing his doggy. scarf. I was going to say, that photo. is that looks like a, a crow scarf, right? Yes. Is it? It just looks like it's got names on it. It's the lyrics to the song, right? No, I see Justine, Lauren, Sarah... Talia, Sally, Jessica. Ah, would that be the AFLW scarf then, Sean? Could be. I would say yes. I can't see the second names. It should go without saying that we passionately support our teams in both comps. Though some of us do better in the women's than the men's. In brackets, okay, make that all of us. Thanks again for the podcast, though not for anything you've said about our teams for the last nine weeks. When two of our three teams make the eight, you have no choice but to talk about them. <laughs> Cheers, Mel, Gabe, Rachel. Don't have to talk about them this week. <laughs> <laughs> When the doggies do well, I love... Oh, I'm a big fan of the doggies. Actually, Mel, you got heaps of doggies content. No, no, Mel, Rachel. Rachel got heaps of doggies content last week. No, isn't Gabe doggies? I think Rachel's the North. Yes, I literally just read it and blanked. I'm terrible. Well, she had a good early run when we were calling them Fourth Melbourne. Yeah. Those but days we- are long gone. But before the football started. We didn't. I mean, No, 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 yeah. no. Hey, it's me. Uh, unfortunately, we're never going to be positive about Adelaide. No. Um, just any bets. Hey, Eddie. Oh, and, and to be fair, actually, the women's team. Big fan of the women Crows. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last email. And I'm frightened to open this because the subject is Jakarta James. Oh, no. <laughs> Who, uh, Round him two. Last week. So this is the subject, not from Jakarta James. This is from oh. Randy. <laughs> My mate Randy. Hello again, boys. It takes a big man to admit when he has been bested. I have been bested. I tip my hat to you, Jakarta James, (laughs) for succeeding where I could not. You made Dusha angry. The anger was palpable from 10,000 miles away in Delaware, the United States of America. I let it wash over me with the satisfying realization that Dusha was no longer living the lie of a truly happy, hesitant supporter. (laughs) Go Cats! P.S. Yeah, I know you beat Fremantle this week. I also know you can't be truly happy about that win. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Randy? I got, got you good. Randy's my new favorite fan. Thanks for the email. You're a big fuck! Oh, you rose to him, mate. Fuck! <laughs> I'm trying to make you angry. <laughs> and, and now you're angry that you made yourself angry. <laughs> you just hit a chair. Well done, Randy. Well Randy. done. Randy? I hope Geelong drop out of the top four. Hey. Tom? Oh. I hope Geelong drop out of the top four. Oh, you're a fuck. Unlikely. You can all go to hell. We're ensconced. Fuck. Ooh. Fuck you, Randy. Fuck you, Jakarta James. Jakarta uh, James? Yeah. Last week I said, tweet me so I can block you. Got a very fucking cheeky tweet from him. Good work. Oh. Uh, and if you want to send us an email praising either Jakarta James or Randy, or just showing us photos of your roast as uh, the trio did earlier, um, you can send it to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at How Goods Footy or individually I'm at Awkward I'm at Sidekick of I'm at douche thirteen. Don't fucking talk to me unless it's about how good acid and are. Go cats! Go lions. Fuck off, Randy and James. Oh, now I'm angry.